Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, (laughs) this is Pam Perry, and I am so excited today. Today is like one of the first guests that we actually have on the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. And I told her about a couple of weeks ago, I said, I want you as my first guest because she is the killer pitch master, right? She is Precious Williams, Precious L. Williams. And let me tell you, I'm going to read the full bio because she was featured in Speakers Magazine. And I'm going to read a little bit about you so you can hear why I decided that she's going to be the guest that you are going to love and you definitely need to get her book. Okay. So have you ever met a full figure diva who has taken the business world by storm and won big? Well, now you have. Precious L. William, also affectionately known as Killer Pitch Master, hashtag that, and can help you slay all competition with her killer elevator pitches, media pitches, and investor pitches, okay? Precious is a world-class master communicator who works with successful entrepreneurs and speakers and helps them take their professional pitching and speaking skills to the next level. Now, just reading this makes you excited. So, you know, she's going to like talk about how she does these pitches. So then we talk about over 25 years experience in creating unique speaking and public speaking techniques. Williams is also known for her innovative training programs and services to her clients and sales teams at Fortune 100 companies like Google, Microsoft, and LinkedIn, et cetera. Okay. A 13 time, that's not an unlucky number for some, that's an unlucky number for some people, but a lucky number for her. 13 time national business elevator pitch champion. Williams has been on top television shows and publications for her pitching, branding, and professional speaking skills. She was featured on season eight of ABC's. You heard of it, Shark Tank, Forbes Magazine, CNN, ABC, MSNBC, Wall Street Journal, and the movie Leap, as well as several others around the world. The philosophy last year, she became the best-selling author of the number one book, and this is what I really want you all to get. And I'm going to say it because it's a title: ah! <laughs> with power pitches for women entrepreneurs and speakers only. Yes, yes, that that is the title, and we can even talk about that too about why that title is is, is her thing. So the philosophy of her killer pitch is evident in strategic and personalized creative communication and presentation solutions Williams puts forth. She's a graduate of Spelman, HBCU College, and Rutgers. So she's got a law degree and lives in Brooklyn, New York. So to learn more about Perfect Pitches by Precious, please visit perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. I love it. I love it. Get it. Get it. Get it. (laughs) Get it. I've got to get over to my LinkedIn family over here. Hold on, hold on. So, Precious, the first thing I want you to talk about is that book. Okay. And how that how it came up with bad bitches. What 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 made you decide to 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 do that bad bitches thing? You know what? I won. I'm the 2013 uh winner of the Black Enterprise Elevator Pitch Competition. And right after 
Um, Robert Townsend and MC Light, you know, were crowning me, giving me the big check and everything. I went backstage and you could hear whispers from everybody, that's a bad bitch right there. That's a bad bitch. And you know, listen, I'm from St. Louis. I was just kind of like, is that a bad thing? Like, I didn't know. But there was so much admiration for me. And I was like, hmm. And uh, again, this is 2013. And so ever since then, it just kind of stood in my mind. It kind of stood in my mind. Like if I ever were was to write a book, I just think bad bitches and power pitches worked. Now, I didn't write my first book until 2019. So it tells you it was six years in the making. And the reason why I, I love the title so much, and that it, even if it caused a lot of trauma, drama, and stress, is because I'm a woman of a certain age now. And some people will make you feel like you have an expiration date. And I'm like, that's not true. I won my competitions in my 30s, not in my 20s, not in my teens. I'm not a millennial. And I'm as bad as they come. And I know there's so many women out there who wrestle with confidence. They wrestle with, they've already been successful, but they're wrestling with how to how to get themselves out there, how to stand mm -hmm. out in a crowded marketplace, mm -hmm. and then how to really shine when it really, really counts. I started with negative $400 when I started my first company. And I used pitching to get me on national television to a $500,000 check, to being a 13-time champion, to being on all these shows and movies around the world. So I want to take people on my journey. So, yeah. So one of the things you talked about was the confidence. What happened? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So you talked about the confidence. So where you can't teach confidence, you teach pitching. I teach pitching, but I teach it with having a rock star confidence mentality. Because mm -hmm. confidence is great. But have you ever seen rock stars as they age? That's not the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, I think of like Ross Stewart or something like that. Yeah. Um, there may not be the cutest things in the world, but women and still are enamored with someone who's in their gift and their zone of genius. When I'm talking about perfect pitches by precious, when I'm talking about curvy girls lingerie, when I'm talking about anything that I like to bring that energy. And mm -hmm. it is intoxicating when you see confidence. Some mm -hmm. people are like, oh, they confuse it for arrogance. I'm like, true confidence should make you feel some type of way because most people don't have it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So you, first of all, Curvy Girls. So that was the first business, right? So well, Curvy Girls. The first girl business, the ultimate shopping experience for full figure divas and plus size fashionistas. Oh my God. I love it. Now, I see, that's what I'm saying. So when you are pitching, and we're talking about pitching the media, because you, you pitch in pitch competitions to get the money. But if you pitch media, they get and media. The and then that eventually leads to money if you know how to work it right. So definitely you have this thing where it's eloquent with the words. So tell mm -hmm. me about where that came from. Was it a natural gift? Were you a poet when you were younger? Did you listen to a lot of you're from Brooklyn? Did you listen to a lot of rap music? I, I don't know if you're well, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. You're from St. Louis. So Louis? I've only been in Brooklyn since 2008. Okay. So, All right. But when I was growing up, I was I was very abused as a child. Okay. And I so I was always in my room. And for some reason, my mother had Harlequin romance novels. Listen, I've never been under the illusion that he's coming up on a white horse. I've never been that. But I read everything in that room. <laughs> and and when I was little, I used to think, I'm going to be a talk show host. I'm going to write the great American novel. I just knew, right? 
And as I grew, I started writing poetry. And my poetry, when people were like, you write like a rapper. And I'm like, I do got bars. You know, I get Drake a run from his money. But I, I just, the more I wrote, and I know I speak in sound bites at times. I know you teach that too. Like when you're in the media, you got to speak in sound bites, but right. you have to make it catchy. Mm -hmm. You have to have some people like, okay, that's why she's the killer pitch master. She can, she knows how to rhyme on time. She knows how to do this very well. And also speak in sound bites because you don't have a lot of time. Did I know that my first my first speaking engagement was when I was 16 years old before the mayor of the city of St. Louis. I did not write my speech. My English teacher wrote my speech. My second speaking engagement was for the governor of Missouri. So I always look back and think, did I have a Barack Obama moment before? <laughs> and I didn't, I was 16, 16 years old. I didn't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until my late twenties where I realized I do have a gift. And, you know, reading all those romance novels, reading everything in my room, my grandparents, when I went to go live with them, we had the Encyclopedia Britannica. We used to get a, a, a book every year and I devoured them voraciously. I used to watch Intimate Portrait. I used to, A&E was my channel growing up. A&E, like I love biography, 20th century, American justice, because part of me thought I was going to be like Bill Curtis. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to be standing next to Bill Curtis. I'm going you know, to be like Star Jones. I'm going to be like uh, Johnny Cochran. And so you have to get good. Like I wanted them to, right. if I ever had the chance to be in front of them, get it. Did I think it was a pitch? No one talked about pitching back in the day. Right, no. I just got really good at it. And it's also because I had no choice. I had negative $400 in my bank account. I don't have the luxury of, I have the luxury of, my back is against the wall and I need to get on national television because no one believes a 327 pound woman can electrify the stage like I can. Mm. And I just believe I could and I did it. And of course, most family members, most friends were like, you're fat, you're black and you don't have an Ivy League degree. And I'm like, and I'm going to make it look easy because I know what I'm doing. Wow. Wow. And so before you get on Shark Tank, you have to really do like auditions and that sort of thing. How many auditions did you have before you went on Shark Tank? Actually, they came They came to me. So it wasn't really, I had a private audition. What? Because they'd heard of me because I'd already pre I prepped. I had, by that time, I prepped like four people who had been on Shark Tank. Oh. I was like that best kept secret in the background. Okay. And I never, and I, and I think this bears repeating. I never wanted to do things the way everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to stand in line. I'm not doing American. I y'all know I can't sing, so let's not even pretend. <laughs> but I wanted to do it. I wanted them to know my talent. You know, people after a while gonna speak your name. And so when they came to me, it was so like, oh my God, I'm about to do this. And I killed it. And then they came back and they were like, okay, can you fill out the application? We we ready to move forward. Wow. Wow. I couldn't believe it. You don't have to keep it quiet, right? You have to keep it quiet. When I flew out on September 11th, 2016, September 11th, mm. 2016, I filmed on September 15th at Sony Picture Studios in Culver City, California. I My business coach at the time flew out with me. The models were already there. I had my big girls in the city, uh, curvy girls in the city, which was my link, my um, meetup group that was, that was there. So, I came with so much support and love, but no one tells you when you walk into that space for the first time. And I stood on that X. First of all, no music place. Let's be clear about that. No music place. And when you, because I was about to, I was going, I was like, I'm about to give them a show. They don't know who Precious Williams is. I'm about to give them a show. I was going to shimmy down the, okay, that didn't happen because there was no music. 
when I walked in and saw the shirts for the first time, most people probably be shook. I was like, I really want to be like, God, I'm ready. I stood on my ex. I looked at all of them. And you know, Damon John glistens. Like he just glistens. Mark Cuban is just kind of like Mr. Wonderful, Robert Hershevik, and Lori Grenier. And I said, ladies, ladies, it's Valentine's Day. Now, there's only one lady there. The men didn't care. They were into it. Right. And when I finished, I said, okay, ladies, now let's get in formation. The door opened with my four-figure divas who walked out. Because you know, Beyonce, we always in formation. They walked out. Mark Cuban said, you go, girl. And Robert Hershevik said, watching you is like watching a master at their craft. Mm. You're a master salesman. And I'm telling you, like, there were so many times I would have held back tears. Because I'm a 13-time champion. There's no question you can ask me about my business that I did not know. But to have that moment, I would be like, can we cut? Now, they already told me it's one take. So clearly, we it's only one take. It's, it's 45 minutes to an hour. You only see probably five minutes max. And oh. I wanted every part of my journey, my big old afro, my low-cut canary yellow peplum dress, my extreme makeup. It was all built. I was trying to build up drama. I said, come, for, come with it. Come with it. Mm -hmm. I want to be like Neo and Matrix. Mm -hmm. Come with it. Come with it. Because I'm ready for you. And I showed no fear. And, had on and then when it was over, I cried. I literally cried. Like they were, the producers were like, "What's wrong? Nothing happened. Nothing went wrong." I said, "I just proved to myself that a black woman can go on this show and hold court." And I did it. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And see, the main thing about getting out there—you know, people want to get out there. Mm -hmm. but at certain times, they feel like I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. So when you're pitching or basically you knew you were talking to Damon John, Mark Cuban, Lord, you know, but the confidence was still there. So explain to people or just because I have, I find this is the main thing. People aren't confident enough in themselves so they can't translate that energy mm -hmm. to other people. And so for you, you had a background where you said you were abused as a, as a child. You had to heal from that. And then, of course, you were at the uh, point where you said $400 negative in your bank account. So you had to really, like, from the bootstraps, I got to do this. Is it that people are too comfortable or they're not hungry enough for the confidence? What, what is I think it, it can be a combination of both. And also just if you've never seen it done, mm. how do you do it? Mm -hmm. Like some people, like. A lot of people, a lot of kids when they're growing up, they want to be president, right? And they kind of lose that because they haven't seen a representation of themselves in that, right? Mm -hmm. I had the luxury of, it doesn't sound, it sounds crazy what I'm about to say. I didn't have the luxury of growing up with, with seeing people like me doing a bit. I never, I didn't see that. And you might say, well, what about Oprah? Oprah was too far removed. Right. So... When I was in my inner city high school and I was on television all the time, I was in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I was doing these speaking gigs and stuff like that. People were so enamored. And to me, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything to me. It was like what I expected because at five years old, I saw the vision and I had never seen New York. I also think some of us have been so beaten down that we don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And as a woman who was homeless th three years, two, three years ago, when I was writing the book, Bad Bitches and Power Pitches, 
some people might have wanted the book to just be like a step-by-step, how do you write a pitch? When I know that until your mindset is right, it doesn't matter if I create the perfect pitch for you, you're never going to be able to say yeah. it. So if you, know, if you know that I went through homelessness, severe alcohol addiction, I've, mm-hmm. I've been clean and sober almost four years, praise God. Mm-hmm. If you know that three years to the day, I almost took my life, that I would be standing in front of Microsoft execs in a loft in Manhattan, and they are paying for everything, the market, everything. And all I had to do was show up and give a, and give a speech on pitching. Three years. It took three years. And if you knew when I was in a Bowery Mission Women's Center with other women in transition and how I felt like I'd never had these opportunities. And when it happened, it was like, as soon as I got finished with my presentation, I said, some of you may look at me as if I've always had it and I haven't. I don't know what the love of a mother feels like. I don't know what the love of a father feels like. My support network is the reason why I'm here. There are people I'm in networking groups with who showed up for me. The only reason I got into Microsoft is because a man who looked nothing like me saw me pitching my book and said, bring her in. Mm. Bring her in. Looks nothing like me. And if you think about it, when when you really think about it, Having a diverse network and also being comfortable enough to ask for the help. Ask. Being comfortable and being in spaces where you may be the only face that looks like yours. Mm-hmm. And being able to represent at all times. I'm proud to be a Black woman. Some of us aren't. I'm proud. Because mm-hmm. you know what? I walk in different anyway. Mm-hmm. So all eyes are going to be on me anyway. So mm-hmm. if all eyes are going to be on me like Tupac, we give, give you a show. Him. Give them something to show, right? Give them some, but oh, a lot right? of us have been browbeat, have been beaten down by past mistakes and people turning their backs. And what I really want women, especially, I, especially if you are of a certain age, to know that we have truly all made mistakes. You just haven't heard most people's. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep putting a foot in front of the other and pushing towards your dreams, no matter who tells you no, it's not possible. You're too big. You're too this and you're too that. You have to keep moving. Okay. Because you turn doubters into believers. There you go. I love that. So you don't G-E-T if you don't A-S-K. And so people are afraid. People are afraid of the no. They are. So they're afraid to pitch. Right. They're afraid of the no. So give me a scenario maybe where you just really wanted it and they said no. Did girl might put some people on blast right now? I might put some people on blast. I might put some people on blast. Um no. (laughs) So it's just like so you didn't melt away, you didn't die. Not at all. Not not at all. Not at all. Some of the some of the greatest speakers in this world have turned me down. Some of the greatest speakers in this world. When they found out, you know, I had fallen off and everything like that, I went through hard times, you know, love my life died. Two people didn't know why. They just thought she just is off her game. Mm-hmm. And they turned their backs on me. Uh-huh. And so you guys got to have me get emotional. And when I was sitting in the Bowery Mission Women's Center, even the staff would say, Precious, you'll get a, get a high paying job. You're a former attorney, get a high paying job. And they didn't realize that I wouldn't feel comfortable unless I was a killer pitch master again. Mm -hmm. And so when I graduated from the program, they wanted me to go into transition. But the pastor of our church, he said, come to our house, live with us. 
and when he let me in, you know, I had a big time job at a luxury diamond company. And uh, I went to him and I said, I want to be precious again. He said, you think you can do it? I said, I believe I can. So at the end of the day, because this man who looks nothing like me believed in me, because I walked away from being safe and comfortable, mm -hmm. and because like McDonald's is a Burger King, I needed people to tell me it's not possible and that I wasn't quite good enough. So all those nights that I cried in the Bowery, just wanting to be heard and, and forgot to tell me, just take time. I got you. I never realized that when I walked out, I got my first speaking engagement at Bottomless Closet, which is big here in New York, right? It's, it's like Just for Success. It's kind of oh, okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did such a great job. And it was standing room only that they introduced me to Viacom. And when I got that email that they want me to come and speak at, it, it was like Smart and Sexy Day or something like that. So you speak oh, to yeah, executives. Yeah. Speak to, mm -hmm. I walked into Viacom and, that, and that's why I always show people where I am because I'm like, y'all, y'all think I can't believe it. Neither can I. I walked in, loving hip hop is all around. Like, I'm just like, I walk in, you know, I give my presentation. I listen to other presenters. And right before I was getting ready to leave, I said, can I just have a few moments? Because the executive director, the program manager, none of y'all know that when I met the program manager at the Tory Burch Embrace Ambition Summit and we sat next to each other, she had no idea I was in a program because I never admitted it. Mm. I told her I was a killer pitch master. And she said, well, maybe we'll have you come in. And because she did, I want you to know, Pam Coolness, because you saw me and not the background, that I can stand before you all to show you. Not everybody needs to know the full story. Mm -hmm. Show up the way you want them to see you. Because mm. I, I had told her, oh, Bowery Mission student, she was not homeless. Da, da. She was not all those things. And even if you think you won't think those things, you will. And then I'll be patronized. And the very fact that you're only learning now that I just graduated from that program and I'm here at Viacom, like not a dry eye in the house, not a dry eye, even the Viacom people, like, what? <laughs> and then they started opening up doors. And then my name, my name got into rooms. Kelly Charles Collins always says this. My name was spoken in rooms I had not even entered or dared to see. And that's how it started happening. Because I became, instead of pretend and, and, and everything I do is so wonderful. Everything I do is so great. I was like, no, I almost lost my life trying to pretend to be somebody I wasn't. So now I'm real. And I'm grateful. And some of us show up elegant all the time. Some of us show up. I show up as I am. That's why you get. And when it comes like to it pitching, mm -hmm. they, and when it comes to pitching, I like people to be as they are. Like I work with introverts. I work with extroverts. I haven't worked with, with the ambiverts. Would you call it the people in the middle? I work with your strength. I'm not gonna sit here and harp on these weaknesses because we all know, precious. I don't work on the. We can have other people do that. When it comes to pitching, communication skills and stuff like that, I'm a beast and I'm going to make you a beast mm -hmm. because I don't want you to ever be denied. I don't want you to ever tell yourself you can't do it. I want you to go and kill it. And you make these people who are your doubters into believers. And now they're going to talk about, you know, I knew her way back when, you know what I'm saying? You diss me. Now, we're not going to address that issue right now. I knew her way back when, though. <laughs> that is it. That is it. That's what I, that's what I really want you to really um because of the confidence and the energy. So mm -hmm. when you are have to call uh, the media, you know, mm -hmm. I, 
trying people to pitch themselves. Okay. And they want to get out there. They want to do it. And so what do they say? And, and part of it is like double dutch because you have to know when to jump in. You have to know the rapport. You've got to feel them. And I always tell people the best way you can pitch someone is to know a little bit about the audience. Yes, it is. Know that just even if you go on the stage and you just look around the room before you begin speaking, you will feel a, you'll you'll get a sense of who you're talking to. It's like yes. okay, just stand, just for a minute. It may seem like forever to, but but just for a minute to ground yourself. And so the same thing with the media. If they want to pitch the media, learn about them through social media, through Google, so that when you do get them on the phone or you you run into them or whatever, you have something, you have some kind of reference of how to start the conversation, how to jump in, like a double dutch. Okay, so now- you're I love what it. you say, because a lot of us forget, you have to do your research. You don't yeah. just show up and just say, oh, let me on. It's like, do you know- is right. this in your target market? Are these are the is this the, the type of media company or is this the kind of show that's really gonna propel you forward? Is it focused on something else? Is it is this focus and target market what you really need? And also what 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 do you bring uniquely to the table? Thank you. What, what do you what truly value, bring that's unique to the table? What value are you bringing? And if you know yeah. you're bringing some value, you're going to be excited about it because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to help your readers, listeners, and viewers do this, this, and this, and this. So it's the focus off of like, get me on the show, get me out there to I'm bringing value. And this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm going to have for your readers, your listeners, and your viewers, because I'm bringing value. And so, so many times people are like, I want to get in the Wall Street Journal. I want to get on CNN. I want to get on MSNBC. I want to do this. I want to get the insight. But what are you bringing to the table that they are going to say, yes, come on in. I want, I want you to share that with my, my readers, viewers, and listeners. Okay. Because that's what I want you to do. And so when I knew that I wanted you, I, we didn't prep. Precious, I, I was like, this is, we didn't prep, right? Because I knew you were no. going to value. But it's, I know you, one, you're a good storyteller. You're very authentic. Um, you have a positive energy. You have good vibes. And 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 anyone around you is going to feel that. So that's a mindset before you even open your mouth. So you work with the mindset. Tell people how you work with people. You're you're getting in their head, you're helping them believe in themselves, right? You're helping them. Yeah, we sound so we sound so woo woo. I really work one on one with my clients, unless I'm working with uh, the corporate clients. But I really work one on one. So, like when we meet for the first time, it's not about your business. I really want to learn more about you. Mm -hmm. What makes mm -hmm. you tick? Like, what are yeah. your goals, even outside of business? Yes, everybody wants to be in media. Everybody wants to be in publications. Everybody wants um, to get investor dollars. Everybody wants to get this, this, that, and the other, right? But like, if you don't approach it from what you're bringing to the table. What's special about you? We and then again, we'll talk about your we talk about your business, and then I want to know like what are the pain points that you're really solving? And let's before you give me the solution, what is the problem that needs to be addressed? Because everyone will give you a solution. Yeah, I got the greatest this. I got the. What's the problem though you're solving? What's really mm -hmm. the problem? Mm -hmm. And people have a hard time articulating what it is, and so we got to figure that out. And you might be like, oh well, people just know. I promise you, they don't. Sometimes you just get this this vision to start a company 
And, you know, it sounds good, but you haven't done the groundwork, right? When I started Curvy Girls Lingerie, what was the pain point? Listen, I, most 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 women who were size 28 like me didn't want to wear moo-moos. Didn't, and, and, you know, we wanted to have things that were kind of sexy and stylish and fashion forward, too. Just because I'm a little bit more meat on my bones don't mean I can't get a man or a woman for some people. You know what I'm saying? And putting you in, in a place where everywhere you go, you're not celebrated. Everywhere you go, you feel at best tolerated. I wanted to create this. And the reason why I knew it was such a pain point is because I'm dating a very famous Hollywood actor. And all I could find was black, beige, and white, if I found anything. And so I went and did the, re I did the, 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 the ground. I went to every lingerie store in Manhattan, in, in Brooklyn, and Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx, right? I couldn't go to all the girls. It's a lot. And I went in to, to, to see what it felt like to go into certain places. What would, how was I treated? What's the foot traffic look like? So I did the real research. Then yeah. I went to the New York Public Library at 34th and Madison, and I got the real, like that research, the stuff you can't really pay for. So you let the library pay for it and you just get what you can out of it. And I was able to do that. And so at the end of the day, what is the pain point you're solving? What's what's agitating people? And how do you bring that to the table? And then what is your true secret sauce? Because most people don't know what it is. They don't know what their secret sauce is. But as I talk to them, if you ever watch The Beautiful Mind, he sees numbers. Yeah. Words come my favorite to movies. As, as people talk, it's literally visions and words that come to me. And I see, as I said in an interview before, I see, I see what you're saying, but I hear something else. So like a lot of people are tell you tell you a, a good game, a good. Pick. I hear beyond all of that. Beyond, I hear beyond all that. You can say, "Oh, I'm doing it big. I'm doing this, brother." You got forty one cents in your bank account. It's cool because <laughs> I've had negative four hundred. So I already know the game I had to play. So I already know the game you're playing. Let's get down to it for real. And then you know, what are the places that are great for you to? What are some of the places that I can come up with that you can come with that really fit your target market? Some people don't know what their target market is. They say, I want to work with the high net worth individuals. Are you ready for that? Are you really ready Are you for that? Ready for that? Mm -hmm. Because some people will hold you to the paces and some other people who don't know no better won't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So let's get that together. And then, you know, we work on the pitch. I actually write your pitch, not you. I write it. Okay. Because I'm going to hear something it. you can't hear. When you're in the thick of it, you can't write it. But I see something because I'm outside of you. And I see the things you cannot see. Some of us are, are so used to doing the Google way. My name is, this is my target market. These are my services. And I'm like, that's why people roll all over you. You're boring. Right. So that's what it's like to work with me. I do, I go deep. I'm not here for the surface. The surface, I let Google take care of. When it comes to going deep, that's what I do. I love that. I love that. Precious Williams. You are you are a gem. You are a gem. Thank when you. You said about the beautiful mind. That's one of my favorite movies because I love it. That movie is it. It is because you see things that other people don't see. He ended up being like a brilliant man, but he just had this thing. And he the 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 the, the moral of that story is that you have something unique and different. It may other people may not understand it, and you may probably a lot of your life feel like, oh my God, I'm different. But he realized he was different and he ended up just living with whatever was different and made him great. He just ended up living with it. It was like, it's it's okay. I'm, I'm going to live with it. That little girl at the very end, it's like he saw it. Nobody else saw it. It was like, I'm going to live with it. And it made him great. He made, he did a whole lot of good. And so with your pitching, 
when I tell people that they have to learn how to pitch or the elevator pitch and that sort of thing, it's always like a little bit of a formula. But mm -hmm. in terms of what you just said, the secret sauce, that's what they have to add to it. There mm -hmm. is a formula, but then there is a there little is a formula. Pinch, there's a little pinch of something that you got to put in there. It's like, this is what's going to make it different. And you said you had a gift about rhyming. That's that's important. And how things sound to the ear. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a gift that, like you said, when you're listening to people, you hear it. And then you reinterpret it and give it back to them. And then they memorize. Do they memorize a pitch? Or they, so they it depends on how long it is. So you know, elevator pitches aren't really supposed to be long. But, you know, when you get to investor pitches, I usually tell them what to, what parts to memorize. Because it's too long. Oh. If you got 10 minutes, you're not going to remember all 10 minutes. But right. I usually say, hey, can you get the can, can I get the first minute or two out of you? Can yes. you make sure that your ending is memorized? We can deal with the intern. We can do what the in between. But you, like, what did the great Dr. Cheryl Wood say? Start off with a bang and end with fireworks. Mm -hmm. What? Stop it! Be ready so you don't have to get ready. What? Stop yes. it! Stay ready. Stop it! Mm -hmm. Stay ready. So when I pitch people, you will know immediately there's a difference. Immediately. Like you get them at hello. Oh yeah, I get you. You get. I get you. I get you. Like and again, I want people to. I want our women, especially, to walk in with rock star confidence. I, you don't have to wear Fendi, Louis Gucci. You. That's cute, and I. I, I love that. People do that. But my confidence is off the charts, whether I got on, I don't know, Target something, a Target original. I don't know. Target original. I'm going <laughs> to okay. give it to you raw because I'm going to dress it up nicely. Trust and believe. I'm going to dress it up nicely. I'm not bound by material things because I have a talent that's otherworldly. Sorry, it just is. So, mm -hmm. And just like you, Pam, what you do is incredible. And for you to to invite me on your show, do know the little little girl impression is like, oh my god, oh my god. So I'm you. very appreciative. This is her. This is her. Yeah, that's me. You have different looks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I, you know, everybody, you know, this book was a labor of love, and um, I never thought it. I never thought that it would go as far as it has. And um, I just got a review from Publishers Weekly today. <gasps> what? They literally not. How old is this book? Don't it's, even don't, let's not even address right, the issue. Please right, don't. Right. But, but I'm going to know that huh? is like that's like for those who don't know Publishers Weekly, that is like the creme de la creme for books. You you It's like for real. So, like, so they just reviewed it. This book is a year old, right? It's a year old. And for them to review it, and I got the review today. I'm going to cover for magazine today, Thriving Women, Thriving Women magazine. There's so many things that are coming up that I sit here in, the, in, in my two-bedroom apartment by myself, and I probably cry every night because I, it's not that I remember the people that said it couldn't happen. I just get upset with myself for almost believing it. Mm, that's and good. because I have the blood of my grandmother, Precious Dolores Williams, in my in my blood. This is a woman who took me in at 15 when I was almost murdered by my mom, mm -hmm. who always told me, you're the goat. You're the greatest of all time. When you speak, people listen. And I'm looking at her like, don't nobody want me. She said, I want you. And she said, I will be with you Thank every you. time you take a stage. And so I never forget, even today, she's here. She's here. She's just kind of like, Popping a collar like she came from good stock. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for every part of my journey. And as much as I used to.
be ashamed. I'm no longer ashamed because I hope that what Ty Goodwin always says to me, until you step into your purpose, another woman can't step into hers. Mm. So bring it flaws and all, because there's no one on this earth who's been perfect but Jesus. And um, the minute you show real vulnerability and that you didn't always have it together, other people can identify. Mm-hmm. I will never have six pack abs unless you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, and I'm probably you know. There's a lot of things I'm probably not gonna have. But at 41 years old, when I look in the mirror, I am so happy. Mm-hmm. I look at myself and I'm like, with all that you've been through, you don't look like it at all. That's it. Don't even smell like smoke. What? Walking fine. I smell like smoke. <laughs> So again, that's what bad bitches and power pitches really owning your space and really saying, no matter what I've been through, no matter what mistakes I've made, every day is a new day to get out there and 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 get more visible. That's what media does; it gets you more visible to even more people that would never ever know about you. Yeah, I'm from the inner city of St. Louis, mm-hmm. Missouri. Mm-hmm. I don't think they talk about me that much there. I'm in New York, L.A., Milan, Italy, and stuff like that. These are things that a hood girl never would think was possible, and I'm not an Instagram thotty. You know what I mean? I'm just Mm-hmm. At 41. And, and I want people to go to your website and actually get the book because they can actually get it signed by the right. Yes, yes. My perfect pitches by precious.com. All right. Each one of those words are real easy to say and to spell, right? Perfect pitches by precious. I love that. Perfect pitches by precious.com. And yes. you can get your own. In fact, there's two books, Bad Bitches and Power Pitches for Women Entrepreneurs and Speakers Only. And then there's the workbook too. Ah, yes. You know, and, girl, you know how we got to do in these streets. Yes. And, and review by Publishers Weekly. That's what I'm talking about. That and Forbes good. Magazine and Upscale and Black Enterprise and Heart and Soul. Yeah, let me stop. And that's what you have to do. When you, when, when you want media, you have to pitch. You have to pitch. You you can't get if you don't ask, and that is the main thing. So you've got you've got to pitch, and you got to come correct. But before you pitch, do some research. If you're you afraid of pitching, then you can get a coach. You can join my Ready Set Go Speak program, and we learn about media. Uh, or you can you can work with Precious to get get the get the actual words out of you that she sees you saying, and she'll help you crafted in such a I call it magical rhyming way or or just the it's it's a it's a magical rhyming kind of way. So so okay then we're gonna go because this is over. Okay I want you to pitch say I'm gonna do a scenario. So say you are um you're who you are and I am the editor of I don't know let's just say girl why you put me on the spot I know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have you pitch the media who you say you are so um I am because uh, I'm trying to think of somewhere where you haven't been. So that because I read, I just read your your uh, so O Magazine. Okay, so O Magazine, and I am the books editor. Okay, so I'm the books editor O Magazine. So what would you say? Call me on the phone, or you sent me a pitch. Would you write it, or would you say it, or both? I probably would write it out and send it to you first. Okay, because okay. I know I'm not going to get you on the phone. Let's be clear, I'm not going to get you on the phone. Okay. Because you're right. never going to pick up the phone because you already know. Right, right. I, I know. I don't even pick up the phone. Okay. So you have sent the email to me and the headline, subject line says what? And then what would some of the pitch part of the pitch be for me to say, dang, I got to call her back. Okay. So 
So give me I one. love one of the things I always love is the female MacGyver business has arrived. Or I love the the one that you read earlier is um full figure diva takes on the world, the business world and wins big. Mm-hmm. My name that. is precious. You know, I love I love starting off with that because female MacGyver, you're like, whoa, there is a there's a female MacGyver of business. And then I'd, br- I'd, I'd bring up my book, uh, bring up my book about bad bitches and power pitches. You need to come and read the hottest book on the block for women entrepreneurs and speakers that not only shows you how to pitch, but do it in your own unique flavor. Hailing from St. Louis, Missouri, by way of Brooklyn, New York, Precious Williams is that full-figure diva who is determined to make sure that every woman, especially women of a certain age, really embrace and harness the talent that exists in them. No, they don't have an expiration date. No, they're not ready to give up. They're just getting started on their second act. So this book, Bad Bitches and Power Pitches, yes, I really said that. Bad Bitches and Power Pitches is written for women entrepreneurs and speakers and even corporate executives to really go out there and hashtag slay all competition with a killer elevator pitch, media pitch, or investor pitch. Having already been on such top shows as uh, CNN, Wall Street Journal, all that little, 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 I've actually enclosed in my, I've also enclosed in this letter, a copy of my book, please feel free to read it. And also I'll be reaching back out to you within two weeks to see that if there's anything that we can move forward with. Again, my name is Precious Williams, Prop Founder CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious, the ultimate bad bitch with a power pitch, who is the female MacGyver of business. Ow! <laughs> That's how it's done. That's how it's done. I wasn't expecting that, but I love I it. Always tell me on the spot. I, no, no, I, I knew you would bring it because I want people to see. And the call to action is attached is the book. She gave a little bit of the credits or the receipts, I guess you would say, about who she is. But the intrigue at the very beginning is mm-hmm. like, who is this woman? And then you continue to read it. And then at the end, it says, well, you know what? She says she's going to call me in two weeks or, you know, follow up in, in, in whatever time. I'm going to call her now. Because it's like, and that's truly me what want somebody that's, that's exciting, someone that's that's hot. She said this is the hottest book. So they want that because their readers, their listeners, and their viewers want something hot. And they are always on deadline for the next issue, for the next show, whatever, to deliver something that's good. So if you come with something that's good, you're going to make the media look good and they're going to call you. And then that's how you get out there and get known. Duh. So yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, Precious. So thank, thank you so much. Thank oh you. Oh my God. This is so good. This is so good. So I will talk with you later. And um, for more information on Precious, you can go to Precious, Precious, Perfect Pitches by Precious.com. Okay. And then yes. I'm Pam Perry. And you can find out more about us as well at Ready, Set, Go, Speak. Dot com. That is our PR club, I guess you would say, that we work with people one-on-one to make sure that they get out there and get known. So with that, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you, family. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.